0: Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's Audio Musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad you're here. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi and hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone and not those of my employer or my denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few moments, to hear his voice and perhaps see him at work in a new way. Let's jump right in to this week's post so today I am bringing back the monthly roundup of all good things uh, what I had been doing uh, until a couple of months ago was every month taking a break from writing a weekly b- blog and reading it here on the podcast uh, to sharing on the web to sharing what is on my website uh, resources on grief updates on yoga um, and an update on some recent sermons as well as pulling some blog uh, musings from the archive and so today I wanted to bring that back and share with you uh, what some of those resources are. And as always, you can find the link in the show notes where you can access all of these materials, as well as resources from the past year that I provided uh, on the grief page and on the yoga page as well. So this month, um, the book that I'm recommending uh, as a resource for grief is titled The Lost Art of Dying, Reviving Forgotten Wisdom. And it's written by a doctor, a medical doctor named L.S. Dugdale. And this is in the same vein as physician authors like Ira Byock and Atul Gawande. It is a book that it provides perspective on mortality from the medical context. Uh, You know, in a world where life-saving measures are taken at all costs, Dugdale joins a chorus of voices asking people to reconsider what a good death looks like. She revisits a manuscript from the Middle Ages known as the Ars Moriandi, or the Art of Dying, which is as it's translated, and it provided people in the church in the Middle Ages with guidance on how to quote, unquote, die well. Dugdale updates that Ars Moriandi and gives us a modern take on it. And the book is beautifully done. It's complete with artwork, and I give thanks for physicians like uh, like she, who deal realistically with death while upholding her commitment to first do no harm. Now, don't let the title of the book uh, keep you away. It doesn't sound too inviting, The Lost Art of Dying, Um, but it is really an engaging read. It is so interesting and one that I highly recommend. Um, The second recommendation is a podcast episode from the Renovar, or Renovare, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, podcast. And it is an interview with an author named Alice Freiling. And Alice Freiling wrote a book last year called Aging Faithfully. And uh, she just has a lovely voice, a lovely perspective uh, on aging, and and the little deaths and the little resurrections that occur in the process of aging. So I wanna encourage you to take a listen to that Uh, listening to her voice of humor and hope and comfort invites conversation around aging. It's a subject we often joke about in order to avoid talking about it, sometimes, but she does so with a sacred seriousness, and I just really recommend uh, that. And I cannot wait to read the book um, that Alice Fryling has written as well. The third recommendation for this month is an album titled "Resurrection Letters" by Andrew Peterson. Actually, uh, this is volume one that I'm recommending, but there are other volumes as well. Um, when you know, when you're curating resources on the end of life, on end of life care, it's important to always keep Resurrection forefront. Followers of Jesus can rejoice that death does not have the final word, and no matter what little deaths we are enduring, there's always hope in His resurrection. This collection is not only Easter music, really, as Christians, Easter music is all year music. Um, these are year round listens, and I'm most familiar with Volume 1 from 2018, but I encourage you to look up the others uh, and take a look as well. And as I said, the link to this is on the grief page of my website. There's a link in the show notes. Also in the monthly roundup of all good things is an update on yoga. Um, we are offering, and we're continuing to offer in-person classes at the church that I serve in West Point, Mississippi. We are very excited though that the internet is now working where we have yoga classes and, it's avail- and classes will be available over Zoom on Tuesday evenings. Also during Lent I'm going to put out on YouTube, on some unlisted YouTube links, 15 minute weekly yoga breaks. So if you would be interested in uh, either joining us for the Zoom class or if you would like to receive the links to those YouTube videos with the 15-minute yoga breaks there, uh, you can go to my website. There's a link that you click that sends me an email and I'll sign you up uh, for that list. And uh, this, the theme that we're looking at for the Lenten season in yoga is Behold the Goodness of God. We're gonna be uh, meditating on and moving through all of God's goodness and what it really means when we say and we sing that God is so good to us. So I hope you'll join us either virtually or in person or just reach out to me through the yoga page if you have any questions about yoga and how to make it a part of your prayer practice. And also the musing that I am sharing this week from the archives is going way back to 2015 and it is a, It's a post that I wrote that actually got picked up by the United Methodist Communications website at the time, and the title of it is Why I Listen to Joel Osteen. Now, if you read the recent post I wrote about Tammy Faye Baker, uh, which was just last week in the movie, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, you know that I'm very familiar in my background with uh, charismatic ministers and televangelists, and John Osteen uh, was a televangelist who was very, uh, very uh, influential in my spiritual formation, and there are some reasons that I still listen to Joel occasionally, and I have listened to him. And uh, that blog post was a reflection of why I do. And it. it's a little bit of insight into how um, how how John Osteen's work influenced my own call to ministry. So if you haven't read that before, there's a link and I hope that uh, you will check it out. And also there is a link to the most recent sermon at our church. Uh, we've started a new series on uh, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And this past week we talked about how Jesus meets us with his glory in the everyday ground of life. So um, those links are all provided. I hope you will We'll take a look at them. And as we prepare to close our time here on the podcast together, I would like to share with you a verse of scripture that comes to us from the prophet Jeremiah. It is the Old Testament reading or part of the Old Testament reading from last Sunday's lectionary. It is Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 through 8. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. They shall, be like a, they shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought it is not anxious and it does not cease to bear fruit. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today to read all of the resources um, that I have talked about in the podcast this week. You can check out the link in the show notes where you can access the grief, yoga, and musing pages of my website. And as always, a special thanks to Julius H for providing the music that we are able to use on the podcast. You can see a link in the show notes as well to hear more music from Julius. And until next time, friends, I wish all good things to each of you.